T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So I've tried to this week now, once again, many, many attempts, but then it never lasts, you know, to eat healthy. Yeah. So I'm going to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Enough's enough. This is ridiculous. You feel terrible, you want to lose some weight. I cannot go a couple of days without this extreme hunger. Like when I eat yeah. healthy, like right now I could eat anything. I'm talking about anything. <laughs> and just continue to eat. Like steak, potatoes, pea, just all I'm thinking about. This damn commercial keeps popping up for Arby's about this. Yeah. It's this fried chicken thing that's like melting <laughs> cheese and pepper. And then they're <laughs> dipping the chicken in the buffalo sauce that's coming out just dripping with this goodness. And I'm I'm in here thinking about oh well, I go home, I'll have my avocado toast that <laughs> You have to eat a lot of it too. But that's it's good like stuff. When you Right, and it's it's one piece of avocado toast yeah. what I've had for lunch. Like that's all I'm having. But when you eat like and and I I don't make any excuses for being overweight. I'm not one of these guys. Oh, I got a gland problem, or I don't have time to work <laughs> I have out. A thyroid problem. I got this problem. I'm like, big oh, boned. It. Just, oh, 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 oh. No, you just no. I just it. don't want to do it. I want to yeah. eat, and I don't want to work out. Yeah. That's it. Bottom line. So, but when you when you're used to eating what you want to eat for a while, and then you drastically change that. Yeah. I mean, me personally, it's it's. I mean, it's damn near, and that's all I'm thinking about right now is food. That's the only thing. I mean, I have this little ninety calorie fiber one cereal bar that I think is going to hold me over. I just ate that thing. My body's just already like dissolved in. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Fine, Greg. That was cute. <laughs> what are we doing next? Why are you playing with me, Greg? Yeah, that's what's going Quit on. Good playing, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> There's ten more of those coming, right? I mean, it's like, I, what, what am I supposed to do, dude? I've been eating. I don't know what it is. I've been eating like I'm going to the electric chair. It, it's just amazing. It, and your metabolism kick. Maybe your metabolism is, is is not as bad as you thought. It's burning all that stuff, and it's saying, "Give me more." No, no, it's not. It's, no, it's, not it's, it's keeping me at this uh, weight. It's like, okay, this is where we decided to be. <laughs> well, there's all, I mean, I do think that, and, and once again, this is not an excuse. I do think, though, that there's an addiction property to this stuff where, like, you eat fatty foods, you eat things with sugar, and your yes. body just craves it and craves it right. and craves it. And, and then you deprive your body of that, and your body doesn't know how to react. That's why it takes time. <laughs> Baby steps, kids. <laughs> Baby steps. One day at a time. Hey, one hour at a time. But like fight I it. fight the urge, right, Body Baba Seglia? But this is the problem that I have though, is it's like I don't know what is worse. Like feeling lethargic and not liking how I look, or the feeling now where the, I'm just like I I, I the mean former. I don't know the for me, I don't know because we, right, we have to look at you. Yes. <laughs> it's not that bad yet. <laughs> Give me another year. Um, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, downstairs now, like, egg sandwich. Do I do that? Should I buy everybody an egg sandwich? Like, these no. are the things I'm thinking of. No, dude, those, those egg sandwiches are good. They are. Been, it's I've one been, of my favorite things in the I've world. I've been getting them the last couple of weeks. Yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll or a I bagel get the sausage like that. too. Ugh. Toast. And then put jelly on it. I mean, it's just. 
It's you got just, the egg yolk running all down your And the worst part of that is, like, you have to eat. Like, you can't. It's not like like a cigarette or <laughs> any sort of right. addictive drug. Yeah. Like, you like, need food. Like, I'm going. Like, everybody does it. It's around social, you know, things. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's tough, just, man. It's I went to that vegan restaurant, and it was like eating air. Yeah. I couldn't wait to get out of there and go get a burger. Gosh, exactly what I did, too. I'm done with this. I mean, the very specific cravings that I have. What do you want? What are you craving right now? Well, the bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh. And then, but that that piece of fried chicken on that sandwich, too, that I saw with the melted cheese. Yeah, I know. They've moved on from the brisket sandwich to this this fried chicken sandwich. Come on, Mark. (laughs) That's that's my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing at the things I'm giving it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Spaghetti! Spaghetti! <laughs> That's what you're reading next. How long have you been uh, on this journey? This journey? A couple days? No, week? I mean, uh, like a week and a half. Okay, a week and a half. And you cheat on the weekends, right? That's what I do. I try well, to. That, I cheated. I shouldn't be doing that. No, I didn't. I didn't eat all that well over the weekend. No, I didn't. Oh, I mean, I haven't. Re- I mean, I'm just trying like during the week to really because to me, there's no excuse to not eat healthy during the week because okay. during the week you should be able to do it. All right. Like you, there's not as much stuff going on, yeah. especially you know once you get to colder weather, you should be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Can't do it. I cheat at ice cream and then I put some. And cook, I've got reasons to like to do it, but I don't do it. I just refused. To- Who said it was easy, man? It's difficult. Yeah, well, I don't need I mean, this. Y'all can't look like John Beeson. <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, there is a the a, a <laughs> genealogical thing going on here oh, too. Okay. There is like dude, John John Beeson was. There's people that are born like you know. I was not born with those type of muscles. John I wasn't Be- either. Yeah, but no, but, tall but and thin. Jeans, jeans are yeah right, but thin. Yeah, thin. But I have the fat gene. Oh, do you? Yeah. But look big. at you, though. I My mean, daughter even said that to me. You gave me the fat gene. Well, oh, really? Blame that on your mama. Right. But no, she's not. Uh, like the people that, and what I'm talking about, like people who eat constantly. I eat constantly. And, and don't gain any weight. Though. I'm oh, talking I hate about those. The, yeah, the I, I'm not one of those guys. See, like, not, like Billy no. Jockalone out oh, there. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys. Can't stand him. I mean, they, 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 they're, they're just their makeup. Yeah. Like, they just, uh, Bob Dwyer, guy over here. I mean, the guy the guy drinks, like, several regular Coca-Colas yeah. a day. We got a guy on the TV side research, uh, Latito, uh, Michael Latito. Oh, paper thin. And, and eats like crazy. As a matter of fact, I give him my leftovers. Yeah. And, and nothing. Nothing. Doesn't gain an inch. Yeah, James Ward, who works here, used yeah, to oh. produce the weekend show. Oh, he, he never stops. I mean, it's unbelievable. The whole used show. Used to work with J-Dub. Just the four, whole show, right. Eating. Four hours of eating. Yep. I mean, he'd order something, and then two hours later, he'd order something else from a different place. I'm like, mm-hmm. what in the hell? <laughs> Hate you. Right. Yeah. And there I am. With okay. My, Let's my stop hating people, cereal man. Bar. Yeah. Stop hating people. Enjoy your cereal. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What were we going to talk about? Andrew Mark. That's right. Yeah. And caveman. Yeah. Yeah. So he... Uh, He's back. Is he? He's almost back. I don't know, man. He's practicing. Yeah, but he's... he's... practicing. He says he's going to play this year, and... I think he So that's play. not really back. I said he's almost back. Nah. I amended my statement. Well, it's funny because this article right here on NFL.com, Andrew Luck is back, sort See? of. Thank you. <laughs> it's a sort Boom. of. Yeah, so he says he's there's no timetable for this. I mean, the team absolutely stinks. If I'm him, I'd take the whole year off. 
Why? Know, come back. Well, I don't think they're going to rush him. Yeah, the if they're going to rush him, the he would The team sucks. He's, ne- he's just going to get his ass kicked. And they need someone like a Jacoby Brissett, even though he wasn't able to, able to continually uh, get out of harm's way in the last ball game versus Seattle. But you need someone who can be a little bit more athletic. Not to say Andrew Luck isn't, because he is. And that's been surprising to a lot of folks, not those of us who watched him a ton at Stanford, but uh, he is very athletic. That being said, playing behind this uh, offensive line the last few years has not uh, boded well for his body. That's why you have what you have now, him getting that shoulder fix and trying to play with it. Uh, wasn't uh, a great idea, but that's what you're conditioned to do. He tried to fight through it. Then he said, okay, enough's enough. I need to get healthy, and he's taking the, the time he needs, and, and, and hopefully he will not be forced back into action before he's ready. And it looks like they're going to take the slow road in this deal uh, because he, he's just – Slowly but surely getting in there, doing a little bit. Well, like, what's the point of rushing them back? Because they're not going to the playoffs. I mean, they suck. They're terrible. The roster stinks. They're just bad. And he's going to get laid out one out of every three plays when he comes back anyway. And that's why if I'm him, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to hang out here. And when you guys get better, I'll come back and play. I'm in control here. Start acting like an NBA superstar. Be like, you know what? Fire this guy. Fire that guy. I'll come back and play when you want me to. But he's not that type of guy. He certainly isn't. Andrew Luck. <laughs> we can't wait till he comes back and we could hear his ridiculous voice again, too. Right? I've got work to do to get to to get to a level where I, I feel comfortable going out there and, and whipping every throw right. in, a, in a sense. So I, I've still got <laughs> still got some some work to do. So, and that's part of the process. Yeah, that's part of the program that I'm on. That's you know, that's part of why that's part of why now I'm starting to integrate back into practice because certain things you know. Uh, I, I can I can do and, and, and feel pretty darn good doing. Now there's other things that I need to continue to work on. Like this voice. It Mark. sounds no. It sounds different. Yeah. It sounds a little different. No, it sounds about the same. No, it's, it's it, he's not yelling as much. When he yells, it gets really like if you get some post game sound of him, he's like. <laughs> and so it's it's in here. He's just a little more reserved in, in, in a sense. So I, you know, I've still got. <laughs> <laughs> And I've said this before, like every NFL season, I forget how weird he sounds. Mm. And then when the who, season who sounds uh, weirder, Mahomes or him? I think it's Mahomes. No, Mahomes sounds cooler. Like I feel like there's more what? people. That, yeah, well, he sounds cooler. He does. He sounds like a blues man. You know, like all right, everybody, <laughs> we're gonna talk about my honey. Uh, I love Kansas City, yeah. and I. Right? I she broke my heart. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, that's what, he sounds cool. Owner Clark, Clark Hunt. Clark Hunt. I'm going to talk about Clark Hunt. Oh, no. A man owns a team I play for. I Clark, Clark Hunt. It's like Mississippi John Hurt. That's what he is. And Andrew Luck is like homo habilis. You know, he's like undeveloped man. You know, it's like he's living in the cave. Riding. I feel comfortable going out there and, and whipping every throw. Uh, whipping right. every throw. Riding a saber-toothed tiger. I feel like going uh, out there and whipping every throw. Yeah. Owning uh, the terrain. So I don't know how this all started, but there was these big rumors that the L.A. Chargers are going to move <sighs> right back to San Diego. No way. And it just didn't seem right when it happened. We talked about it. but right. And the, the NFL has come out and said, like, no. <laughs> and, and, and it's not going to happen. NFL spokesman Joe Lockhart, it just... Uh, just dismissed all of these 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 uh, reports that the charges would immediately turn around and head back south. 
down the five uh, to San Diego. No, that is not going to occur. And, yes, it's going to take some time for the Chargers to endear themselves to their new community. It's going to take some time for uh, them to get inside that environment and, 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 and try to develop a new fan base. And the way you do that is to win football games. And right now, visiting teams going there, it seems as though the visiting team is at home. That's what a lot of the Eagles players said after this past weekend. The entire sidelines, uh, the stands on their side of the sidelines were, or side of the field, were seemed like Eagles fans. So, yeah, it's going to take a while. Uh, They're waiting for the new it. stadium, basically. And, well, here's the problem, though. You, you can't fill out this 27,000-seat stadium, and you're going to move into a 70,000-seat stadium. Is that place just going to be half empty, even more than half empty, if you can't even get 27,000 fans now to your games? They're sitting there at 0-4. They need to win some ball games, And if they start winning ball games, if you build it, they will come. That's the only way they're going to ever be able to generate a new line of fans for the Chargers. Yeah, and and the NFL, who is so concerned about what people think of them and is so concerned about doing things that are successful and not giving up their point of view, you think that they're really going to be a part of that team moving back? Because that's everything that they don't want to be, is embarrassed by something that they signed off on. So, as you mentioned, the NFL spokesperson who has been doing a lot of speaking on these things. And the only place I've seen that is on internet rumors. It's the only place I've heard that. I don't really... Joe Lockhart is his name. It's the only place I've I've heard any of that stuff. So I think we should we should let that right. go. I don't point. know who keeps putting that out there. And if they, if they have some concrete evidence that this team is going to... is considering moving back... Uh, Please share that with us, but I don't see anything but speculation here. Nothing but speculation. I would think I have a close a source that's pretty close to the situation that would say, hey, here's a little nugget for you. Speaking of L.A. sports, there is a documentary, and this is a story that I had heard of before. There's a documentary, new documentary on Netflix called Long Shot, about a guy who gets arrested for murder. He's on trial for murder. He's in maximum security prison as he's awaiting trial. And he didn't commit this murder. And he said, I could not have committed this murder because I was at the Dodger game. Mm-hmm. So his have you heard about this? I story? heard about that. Yeah. So this is the most unbelievable story. Right. Just in, I'm getting chills watching this last yeah. night. So they go, his lawyer, his defense attorney starts combing through the TV footage. He can't find him. There's something called Dodger Vision. That's just mm-hmm. the, the yeah. closed captioning, whatever you want. Not closed captioning, the um, closed circuit television within the in the stadium. He goes through that. He finds his client on the video, yeah. but it's too grainy, and they won't accept it. They're like, that could be anybody. Ah. With a mustache. So then his client tells him, he says, you know what's weird? He goes, there were people filming something yep. while I was at this right. game. Yep. He goes, there was a camera crew. That was there, and I remember going to get my daughter some ice cream and then coming back, and I couldn't go back to my seat. There was a big guy with a camera and then some guy walking up and down the aisle. So they try to figure it out. He goes, The guy goes down. He said, he's like, I think it was HBO. He's like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Guy goes down. Turns out they're filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. right. When he took the hooker to the right. game. The carpool lane episode. Yes. So he's going through all the footage. He's down there. He's going through all the footage. And I kid you not, and I'm even thinking about it again, I'm getting chills. So as Larry David is walking up the aisle, 
the uh, production assistant decides, like, hey, just go back to your seat at that exact moment. So they play the footage. Larry David's walking up the aisle, and here comes the guy holding his daughter's hand, walks right in front of Larry David to his seat, and then Larry David turns to the crowd and puts his arms up because people were cheering for him. And it was like this was meant to be. Um, but I mean, unbelievable. I heard about this story a while ago and and wasn't up on the documentary, but uh, great for him and, and and his family that they had this footage and his, his lawyer went the extra mile to, to fight for him and, and his freedom and, and, and was able to locate this. It's yeah. just an amazing story. Right, and then when you actually see that footage and the timing of it, and no. him being there, and, and they chose that section to film in. I mean, there's so many things that make it one of the most unbelievable stories I've ever heard. And it, it wasn't even over then because the district attorney was like, well, this doesn't prove anything because we, <laughs> we believe that the murder happened an hour later after he was caught on this tape. Oh. So here's another part of this that's nuts. He made a phone call to his girlfriend while he was still at the game or as he was leaving the stadium. They used the cell phone tower to ping off, and he was at Dodger Stadium still when they believed the murder was going on. Is that enough for you, Mr. Prosecutor? Well, yeah, then they, they Come tossed, on. the judge tossed it out, and that was wow. that. But, yeah, you have a long shot on Netflix. you got to watch it. All right, coming up next. You are up on your docks, man. Oh, it's just it's good. It's good I know. stuff. Oh, that's a great story. It's good stuff. Uh, uh-huh. he, should, he should be in an episode of the new Curb Your Enthusiasm. He should be, yeah. Put him in there. Have you seen the first one yet? I have not. All right, you just been lamping too much? I've been lamping. I've been working too much, man. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, Antonio Brown apologizes and a hockey player on a flight, a story you need to hear. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now, 855-212-4CBS. See, this is another one of those songs that grew on me because initially I, did, I wasn't digging it. I dig it now. Really? You didn't like that yeah. song? In the I wasn't digging it at the beginning. Oh, I loved it. The first time I heard it, I knew that's it was. The, that's the grow on me. Like a fungus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I got the hop it up. The first time I heard that one, I knew it was. You knew it was a hit? Good to go. Well, for See, me. You have that ear like Mikey B. Well. You do. I don't know. you guys. I don't know about that. I just know what I like. I like that one. Uh, you okay. Know? Well, I like it now, too. Count right. me in. Bogus, you like it? I do. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. All right, folks. What do you got for us? Yeah, folks. Uh, I got an update, and I got Colorado Rockies ready. John Gray doing his best. Luis Severino impression in last night's NL wildcard game. Gray out of the stretch as his sign. And the pitch on the way, and Goldie swings. High fly ball. Deep left field. Warning track wall. Touch him on Goldie. A three run homer. Three nothing Diamondbacks. After three batters, Greg Schulte, Diamondbacks Radio. Gray got through the first, unlike Severino, but was pulled in the second after allowing a fourth run. His Rockies spotted Diamondbacks six runs in total before getting as close as one on two different occasions. Then Arizona finally won 11-8. Reliever Archie Bradley and outfielder A.J. Pollock each had two-run triples in the late innings to secure the W and a spot alongside the Dodgers in the NLDS Game 1 in L.A. tomorrow night. Diamondbacks manager Tori Lavulo impressed with his team's resolve. The emotional lifts, the emotional letdowns, those are hard to work through, but these guys did a great job. Lavulo speaking on Fox Sports Arizona after the victory. The ALDSs start today. The Red Sox <laughs> and Astros in Houston at 4.08 Eastern. The e- ES apostrophe. Yes, the Yankees and Indians at 7.30. And Cleveland, New York, set its rotation last night. Sunny Gray today, CC Sabathia tomorrow. 
then Masahiro Tanaka and Severino back in the Bronx. Running alongside playoff baseball tonight is Thursday Night Football. The Patriots and Buccaneers in Tampa Bay at 8 Eastern on CBS. Jameis Winston studies other QBs, so he's pumped to share a field with Tom Brady. Getting a chance to witness greatness uh, in front of us uh, with Tom Brady coming into town. Uh, you know, it gets you, gets you pumped up. Brady has thrown 10 touchdowns, zero picks through four games. His Patriots added Rob Gronkowski to the injury report yesterday. He's questionable with a thigh injury. Andrew Luck practiced yesterday for the first time since January shoulder surgery. He'll take today off, then get back on the field tomorrow. No title yet for game action, but Luck vows to play at some point this season. On the Oregon front, Washington <laughs> corner Josh Norman reportedly dealing with damage to the lining of his lung, plus a broken rib from Monday night's loss in Kansas City. Uh, but that being said, he is a football player, so Norman could play after this weekend's bye. The, let's just, never clo- let's just close what? up shop. Yeah. Yeah, the lining of the... I've never heard that in any sort of... lining on the... Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, enough's enough. Yeah. No, no more football at all? No, that's, that's it. it. That's right. it. Touch football. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers started the new NHL season with a 5-3 win in San Jose. Three of their goals including the game winner, mid-third period, from Wayne Simmons. Yes, yes, brother! It is the first opening night hat trick in Flyers history. Hell and the yeah! the Minnesota Lynx beat the... Yeah, take that, Bobby Clark. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Minnesota Lynx beat the L.A. Sparks 85-76 to win their fourth WNBA title all in the last seven seasons. That matches them with the Houston Comets for the most in league history. Boys? All right, Bogus, thanks. We talked about Antonio Brown and his temper tantrum throwing the Gatorade bucket and slapping Todd Haley's hand. And then Ben Roethlisberger came out and said that that's not a good thing. Mike Tomlin came out and said that's not a good thing. Well, Antonio Brown, well, he tweeted out that he apologizes. <laughs> he says, apologize for all the noise and yeah. the distractions, Steeler Nation. Let's stay focused. Yeah, don't be frustrated. <laughs> you know, you just get a little frustrated. <laughs> well, at least he apologized. Finally, what, we are three days removed, four days, re- three, it was yesterday, three days removed from the incident. He, he finally got it. Yeah. He finally gets did it. He? Hopefully, hopefully he went to his teammates. Well, did hopefully he, he get went it? to the quarterback. He went to his head coach and said the same thing before he had to tweet it out to the world. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still. I, I'm not so sure. And I saw the comments from his former teammate Ryan Clark. Ryan played with him four years. Yeah, he he's says, really good at fooling people. Yeah, he I said that this was guy amazing. Is a, a fraud as far as his persona. It's all about him. It's always been about him. He's selfish. Uh, he's like a lot of other wide receivers that have come before him. He's very, very selfish, and that's why he threw that tantrum. But yet he is not covered in the same manner that an Odell Beckham is, who is selfish. Has displayed selfish behavior as well. Uh, and so interesting that a former teammate would come out and, and just smack him like that in, in the press. Yeah, and and Ryan Clark is always someone who's going to speak his mind. And, and uh, I, I don't ever remember him having an issue with Antonio Brown when he was playing there because that's when I was there. So this is obviously him. And I, and I guarantee that he's still talking to people in that locker room, that there's, yeah. there's no doubt that right. he's, he's, he's not just saying that. <laughs> That he probably has heard from some people there. That, that you true, know. they they there are a lot of people I'm sure in that locker room that feel the same way as Ryan Clark. But what are you going to say 
to the superstar of the team. Someone should be able to pull him aside, but is it going to resonate? They've been around him, a number of those guys, for a long, long time. They know what type of personality they're dealing with. And I'm sure there have been other instances where they had, man, you need to cool it, you need to chill out. But the guy uh, is not hearing that. Antonio Brown is not going to hear that. He's sitting on top of the world in terms of his contract, his play, and he's he just thinks so highly of himself that he doesn't have to adhere to any of the other rules that the other that the players in that locker room adhere to. Yeah, so what what would you say has been out of both Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr.'s stuff? Out of both of those guys combined, who has done the worst thing? Because hmm. I think it's Antonio. This thing, to me, is the worst. Yeah, and we've seen outbursts from Odell Beckham, but they've usually been on the sideline. Well, this was on the sideline too. Well, right? he, he was it, he took it to the sideline. Yeah, the the histrionics on the field though, right. and waving at arms and all that. I haven't seen Odell Beckham slap a, a coach's arm off of him or anything like that. What about Facebook Live, Antonio Brown broadcast? Yeah, that, I thought room. that was bad. A lot of people, oh, it's nothing here. And I, that, that was ridiculous. That was selfish. That was all about him. Here you are. Your team helped you get to the next round of playoffs, and you're thinking about you and, and your Facebook followers and social media followers over the, the team. So uh, I, I'm going to say Antonio Brown as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and maybe because we're – you know, I was there in Pittsburgh. Now we do the show from New York. It just seems like Beckham catches a lot more flack than Antonio Brown does. But that could just be because of where we are. But, I mean, Beckham's been getting crushed with some of his stuff. And, and Antonio right. Brown's been he's been more of a, a diva than even Odell Beckham Jr. has. Yeah. And the, and the boat thing, I didn't even think that was a big deal. Now, he played like crap in that playoff game. Right. But, but him on that boat wasn't even a big deal to me. So, Yuri Hudler. I believe is how you pronounce it. Yuri, yes. Yuri, or maybe Yuri. 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 Hudler. Yeah. So this is a report from a Czech newspaper mm-hmm. that I read every morning. <laughs> and it was a, Do you read that too? Yeah, every, every morning. Uh, so The uh, Prague Examiner. Uh, Delta Airlines flight staff have accused Hudler. Hudler. Why do you say it? I don't know. Uh, it was a Rex Hudler. Yeah. But it could be Hudler. Yuri Hudler. <laughs> how about a uh, Hudlum? Uh, so he had a belligerent outburst on a plane. Mm, yeah. In which he demanded cocaine from a flight attendant. No, he just asked for coke. Mm, not according to they the flight attendant. They misconstrued that. No, it was just, hey, I just need something to wet my whistle. Got any coke? Uh, it's not what they are saying. He said, And the flight attendant assumed that the request was going to be for coke, mm-hmm. uh, the soda. Mm-hmm. But he then further clarified that he was in the market for the other type of cocaine. Mm. Or the other type of coke, rather, in, mm-hmm. in cocaine. Mm-hmm. And then when she said, no, uh, we don't have any of that here on this flight, he allegedly we just ran out. Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah we, the customer in 4B took the last it's bump. It's Hoodler, by the way. It's Yuri Hoodler. Um, <laughs> right. We just. We were all well stocked, but yes. you just don't know. How it's going to go on certain days. <laughs> Pablo Escobar Food Services <laughs> screwed up. <laughs> so he became incensed and threatened the woman, telling yep. her he would have his friends kill her yeah. upon arrival in Prague. He, on top of that, he's also accused of doing cocaine in the bathroom and then attempting to go to the bathroom on a <laughs> food cart. <laughs> So how about do the bump on the food cart and then go to the restroom in the restroom? 
How about that? I'm just saying. Make a little more sense. Yeah. You know what they say? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So uh, a fellow passenger said that uh, Hoodler appeared to be under the influence of alcohol during the flight, <laughs> which is a little bit of a shock hearing all of this. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens. He doesn't have a contract right now. No. He was with the Stars last season. Uh, I don't think he's going to be getting one. You think? Think he'll get one? Uh, probably not. Nah, not after that. Do you have any Coke? <laughs> now, I'm sure these flight attendants have been, they have dealt with irate, irate passengers. We had one on my flight the other night. Really? Yeah, this lady was tripping because we were delayed coming from West Palm Beach, and the captain was outside the the cockpit explaining what the hell was going on. Now, did he go on a little bit too long and get in the weeds somewhat? Yeah, and talking about how the ground, how they would uh, hold planes on the ground in yesteryear opposed to how they do it now. Instead of having you circle around, they just make you sit at the airport where you you currently are. And the lady just started yelling, get to it! What's the bottom line? We don't need any help. Like, really? Wow. Yeah, so I was craving at the captain. And she, like, was, she was angry. Like, yes, it wasn't like a joke. Get to it! Wow. Shut up! You see the latest video of that woman who was on the South... Was it Southwest flight? Whatever flight. And she said she had a, a deadly pet allergy and someone had, like, a dog on the plane. And then the cops had to take her off and she wasn't walking off the plane. And so they started to force her off the uh. plane. And then it was just... She's like, I'm walking. And then she would just stand there. And they're like, well, then walk. <laughs> and then they, like... It was almost... This one was a hard one to read because there was definitely a lot of force being used there, yeah. but she wasn't... She could have very easily just started walking. It was right. almost like she was trying to goad them into uh-huh. dragging her off the plane like Dr. Dow. It was very, I don't know, there's too much crap going on in airlines. I agree. Too and, much and, stuff. And it's late at night, and then other passengers start yelling at the lady, and I was like, oh, this is nuts. I may get some fisticuffs on this thing. London's in Sacramento on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, London. Hey, good morning. Waking me up. Um, I know you're talking about Antonio Brown, and uh, I'll go back and now they're both divas, and which one's worse? And I don't, I'm not. I'm not defending Antonio Brown for what he did or anything he's done. He's definitely been a little extra. But how could anything be worse in terms of the things that they've done than what Odell Beckham did with Josh Coleman on the field when he got suspended for targeting him after the play? Yeah, that was really bad. You're right. That, that whole deal with him and Josh Norman and how he was using himself as a projectile, basically. Right, but that's going after another player that's not uh going after your own teammates and throwing a tantrum because you didn't get the ball he's thrown it's still being selfish well he can say he was protecting his honor and i don't know what josh norman was saying to him and i'm not condoning i'm not condoning what what he did not whatsoever but but it hurts the team if you're if 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 what you're doing is is basically having a dog fight for like the entire game with josh norman and then you end up picking up penalties and hurting your team and you get and you're and you're not there, that hurts the team. That's more selfish than it is defending your honor, no matter what you say, no matter how you feel about it. That's just my opinion about it. No, I because would agree him not being there or getting a penalty in that situation hurts the team. And but we've seen fisticuffs and, and, and things of those uh, 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 that type of those type of things in the past. What I'm saying is going going throwing a hissy fit in the manner in which this guy who's been in the league for a long, long time did, and and then going over to the sideline and slapping your offensive coordinator's hands off of you when he's trying to calm you down and just acting like a petulant child. I mean, come on. 
That's that's well, both of them are overly emotional. Yeah, very I mean, much. I mean, both. It's not. I don't know if there's one worse than the other, but it is a good point. I mean, that whole thing with Josh Norman. It's not something I mentioned when I was comparing the two. Uh, neither one of them are guys that are someone you want to model yourself after. I mean, you talk about you know Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, guys like that who were just as good, if not better, who did not act in that manner. So. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah, how many times has Larry Fitzgerald been open and the quarterback missed him throughout his career? Yeah, sure, was, a ton. Right, he wasn't knocking Bruce Arians' headset right. off after that. Yeah. Right? All right, coming up next, talk a little more baseball as the postseason continues tonight. And we got an apology, another apology. These are the folks that got me in trouble yesterday. They're everywhere. I know. These apologies. Yep. It's the world we're living in now. Everybody's apologizing. Coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Game one of the ALDS, the Yankees and Indians tonight, 738. Thank you for 22 (laughs) minutes earlier from Cleveland. And I know you're going to be jacked up and tuned in. (laughs) I'm already jacked up, baby. 7.38 on the dot. First pitch, Sonny Greg going for the Yankees. Trevor Bauer for the Indians. The Indians won 38, 34 of their last 38 games. You know what that means? They were hot. Cleveland went 5-2 and two against the Yankees this year. Swept them last time they faced them here in the Bronx. <laughs> Something's going on in the control room. Oh, man. Oh, dog. Why you have to do that, man? <laughs> So, oh, man. So it looks like Come on. Mike Biseglia has put on a Yankees jersey. It's an odd, though. Let me see. Move this, this way. It's a yeah. weird Yankee jersey, though. It's got oh, the it's red. All, it's all like it's a 4th of July jersey. Oh, so oh. That, one, that won't jinx us. That won't jinx us. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, it's, it's cool. It's the yeah. uh, New York Yankees 4th of July jersey. Right. It's got we're good. the red lettering. Yeah. So, yeah but it's good. definitely a Yankees oh, jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see the back. What number you got? Oh, no. Oh, see, that won't hurt us. No number, no nothing. How's that feel? Feel like a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Only took him thirty some years. Thirty four. Thirty four years. <laughs> I can't. What? That's not gonna jinx it. That doesn't bother me. That's well that, too. I thought that was one of the regular. Oh, if it was a regular jersey, jersey? that would bother me. That 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 won't bother us. It has no number. We'll see what and, else I got and back it's here. Fourth of July. Lettering on the front. Nah, that doesn't bother me at all. But he's not trying to jinx you, though. He's trying to he's, but he's no, jumping he, on board. Yeah, but he would. Unintentional it, it, jinx, yes. you're saying? Exactly. All right. My sports teams are great. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Just like America. Giants 0-4. Nets. Worst record in basketball last year. Mets. One of the most disappointing seasons of your life done. So you want to continue down this road? Let's go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good situation for them, though, this series. I know that you're going to yell at me and do your whole, like, championship every year, championship. Okay. Oh, but I think it's a good situation because they lose this series. It's like, okay, you know, look at all these young guys. Look what they were able to do. They ran into can we a have buzzsaw. That dis- can we have that discussion after the series? No, because I'm telling you that. If you win, it's like the greatest thing ever. Can we have that discussion lose, as well? If you lose, it's good. No, why not? We why do we always if we waited till after everything to have a discussion, we never have a show. 
Yes, we would. No. We can talk about the matchup and what's transpired. No, then the I'll say, well, it. let's talk about after the series, about <laughs> Kluber and how he did. <laughs> no. But I'm, 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 what I'm saying is, as a fan, mm-hmm. this is one of the great situations to be in. I've always talked about this. When a team overachieves, it's the best spot for a fan because if and when you end up losing in the postseason, you don't feel as bad about it. And you're extra excited for so the you, next you can, year. You 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 can lean on the fact that they weren't supposed to be in this position, right? right? And, and and now they're but now they're in that position, and you you've bought in, and it's still. I'm speaking from my perspective. It still stings, even though they weren't picked to be in this situation. They overachieved. They but look got who they're here. running into. I you understand just said who they're it. running into, they but still, thirty-four, thirty-eight. I know, but still. You, you you buy in, you jump on the train, you're all in, emotionally, sure, you're in, and then th- it doesn't pan out, it still hurts, it well, still it'll, stings. It'll still sting, but not as much as if you... And you're not promised anything down the line, it, anything can happen. Sure. Come on. Sure, but it's still, I mean, you understand the loss a little bit more in this situation. No, I do not. As opposed to having high expectations and everything you do outside I, of winning is a I failure. I expect Sonny Gray, a guy who's been in the league for a while now, to come out and pitch like the Sonny Gray of old. That's what I expect. I, I, the, the, the youngsters on this roster, you know, the judges and the Sanchez's, uh, I, I expect them to play like they've done all season. They haven't played like they're, you know, first, second year pros. No, they haven't. But so uh, continue uh, to play like that. And they might, and they might still lose because Cleveland's better. Oh, gosh. They're better. They are a better team, yes. I don't, I don't think I that agree. there's anything that I'm saying that's that's anti-Yankee but, or anything. No, you're not. I, I'm, I'm saying I'm that not, I would love for my team to be in this that. situation. But I, I'm, I'm disputing how I should feel if they don't succeed in this series. That's all. Well, it's just easier to no, digest. No, yes, it is. When you are an underdog, it's easier to digest. It's not easier to digest because you've bought in. You're not even thinking about them being an underdog. You're not even thinking about them overachieving. You're thinking about they are here. They are in the show. They have an opportunity to continue to get to a World Series. That's what I'm thinking about. And if they don't succeed, it's going to hurt just as if this was a veteran team. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I, I know. I disagree. I, in all my experiences, the the seasons where a team overachieves and then gets into the postseason and does you know loses to a better team, I feel better about those years than like the nineteen ninety eight Vikings who were fifteen and one and were over a touchdown favorite at home in an NFC Championship game and lost in overtime. I mean, that's the worst ever. Well, that's just okay. worse. It's just worse. I, I, I lost in, in. I remember. I recall this in. in playing basketball in high school. We lost in the first round of the playoffs, and the team we lost to, we should have beaten. I think they beat us by four points. And our center was higher than the moon. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Is that the so, high G guy? No, no, no. This is a different, this different, oh. different dude. No, okay. No. Uh, and uh, if he was not uh, so high uh, under the influence, we we win. And, and the team we lost to went on to win the state championship. That's my point. So I, you know, Somewhat understand where you're coming from. You know, if Cleveland goes on, if they were to somehow surprisingly knock off the Yankees uh, and win it all, yeah, I somewhat find some solace in that. But uh, that's not how I'm thinking right now. Yeah, Maybe down the road, but not immediately. Okay. Well, we'll see how you feel at that point. And, I, you know, I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm just I saying know. that it's, it's easier know. to process. I understand exactly where you're coming from, right. homeboy. All right. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. On the same page. Yeah, we lamping. Uh, this is the other apology you were referencing before. It was Alex mm. Morgan. Yeah. When she was at Epcot Center. And 
she got drunk and belligerent and verbally aggressive. She and a whole host of people that were in her party. Yeah, they yeah. so the cops showed up and they were very loud and belligerent towards yep. staff around guests. Now, did the people who were getting on Cam Newton on the Twitter get on them? Maybe um, not so much. Well, I, th- I think these are different things. I know they're different it's things, not, but still, know. they're ber- berating law enforcement. And I'm sure that, that she got her fair share okay. of stuff. I just want to make sure. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm almost positive. I want to make sure did. we're fair here. Uh, she said, I want to apologize for my actions that occurred over the weekend. I will learn from this and make sure it doesn't happen again. Hashtag live and learn. So, I, and I don't want to really sit here and judge, but the one thing I'll say is when I see people get so drunk where the cops have to get involved and you're not, like, driving a vehicle, like, that's just, I mean, it's a little unnecessary. Like, the... The whole thing with the, that ESPN talk show host, Ryan Russillo, who, like, ended up in some dude's house mm-hmm. with his pants off. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, the cops have to show up. It's just that type of stuff. Like, can you can you say when at some point? Like, do you have to get so drunk that you're not even getting a DUI, but, like, your your behavior is so abhorrent that the cops get involved? Now, I've done my fair share of drinking and having fun. I'm not saying that I'm any sort of saint, but I've never gotten to a point, and I'm 35 now, so that's a long time of past 21 and even before that. But that's a long time now where I've been in these situations my entire 20s. I've never been so drunk where the cops had to get involved in something. Now, maybe that's just me. Yeah. But i got to pat myself on the back. There you go. Let me help you. Yeah. 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 yeah Ooh, but, uh, that's a big back. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. Uh, it's like yeah. a pork shoulder. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on, just stop. Right. You can well, go out and I mean, do you have to be yelling and screaming and blacking out? Like, stop it. Yeah. Gosh, that, that, that is is so true. And uh, at least she issued an apology, and it seemed heartfelt and contrite. Live and learn. I think was the hashtag that she she used, and uh, they were cl- completely in the wrong. And they didn't it didn't take them two or three four days to to figure that out. It was immediately. So yeah, uh, I mean, I, it's like an obvious dude. Don't you feel right. like an idiot too when you wake up the next day? You're like, oh my god, <laughs> what a moron I am. Yes, Jeez. that's exactly how you feel. Right, right. I, I did what. Especially, and how old is she now? It's like, I mean, she's not like she's... She's young, man. Spring chicken. 20s, right? Yeah, I 20s? Don't, I don't know. 28. Yeah, 28. 28. That's the new 18. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, when does that stuff stop, though? When you say, like, the 40s, the new 30, 50s, the new 40, you know, whatever that is. It don't stop. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be 28's the new 18, because, like, at 28, you need to be a lot more mature than you are at 18. 90's the new 70. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 90 is not the new 70. Yes, it is. We'll that be is, soon. That is nonsense. 70's the new 50. I mean, come on. The one thing, I'll probably say that, I'd say that maybe 60's the new 50. Like, I'll go with okay. that one. That's All the right. one I'll go with. That's it? The Stop other one's there. not so much. All right. But, like, I could see 60-year-olds now I don't look at anywhere near, you know, like 50, 60. I think that's a big gap. I'll go with that one. Mm-hmm. Co-sign it. All right. We'll Come, meet in the middle. Coming up next. Sorry, 90-year-olds. I think we have a couple listening. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.